I'm shutting that shit down right now. If they want to go lip sync, they can go on down to the village to one of them gay bars and pretend to be Patti LaBelle for all them white boys in their blue jeans. What is real about flapping your jaw to a cassette tape? That is not how you do a ball. It's how you do ventriloquism. Bullshit. <laughs> well, well, well. If it ain't the dummy herself. Did you follow me here, Carmen San Diego? No. A little birdie told me that the council was meeting this morning, and everybody knows this is where you bottoms brunch. Listen. I heard y'all was going to be talking about new categories, and I just wanted to be here in the flesh to save my case before you girls end my dreams. Candy, please, don't do this to me today. My patience is as thin as your wallet. You said it yourself, Praytel. The eyes of the world are on us, and I need to catch that gaze. You hear me? I'm a performer. A star. So why don't we just come up with some categories so we can show that off? So you would like us to put a pole in the middle of the room so you can show us all your hidden talents? Lip syncing is the future. Girls are making serious coin in those downtown bars. Okay, this is not the gong show. This is not putting on the hits. You are relentless, Candy. I'll give you that, and I admire it. But I suggest that you take this energy somewhere else. Because I will never bring this category up for a vote. Motion denied. Why can't you take me serious, pray tell? Mm. What? Curtis? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh. That's, uh... Miss Candy. Candy, uh, season two, episode four. Never knew love like this before. Oh, my gosh. Most recent episode. Where she showed up, she was looking good too. And she looked great. Um, to uh, state her claim. Mm, what an episode! But yo, shout out to Angelica Ross, okay? Because from one show give her to the her next, things. okay. So she, yes, may have died on this show, but you know she's gonna be starring in the next American Horror Story, 1984. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck. And you know what? I didn't even watch it, but I just might. What? I just might. Yo, oh my god! Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but I'm a whole fan I, oh, of I American Horror Story because that's when I would take my leave. So I'm just—I <laughs> don't know. Like my 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 mind is just going crazy right now because I'm just like picturing her and imagining her yeah. on the screen on set. Like I know she's going to kill this. Yeah, I can't wait to see her. I don't even know what it's about, but I might have to you know peek through. Well, every season it's a whole new story. Yeah, I know. So, mm-hmm. um, and they typically like recycle the actors, which is another reason why I love the show. Because yes, it really challenges and pushes the actors to Play reinvent themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so shout out to Angelica Ross. But yeah, this was this was one of one of my favorite scenes from this week's episode. Um, Preto was having his little council council meeting. Yes. At, let me tell you, when the scene first opened up, at first I was like, no, what the fuck is it? First of all, he was a bad bitch walking in. Let's give With him With those that. white shoes. Yo, in that fucking, um, <laughs> what was it, like a staff or a cane or mm-hmm. something that he had, and the hat was sitting um, in that suit. But she took me out when she's like, everybody knows this is where you bottoms brunch. Right. I was I was like, like, <laughs> how many of us have been there? Shit. Okay. <laughs> Yo, that shit. <laughs> I love that. Yes, Candy. That shit was hilarious. Yes, she did. She, she read them. And she said, now let's character. get to it. Oh, okay, she's such I a good character. Here. And that's why I'm, oh, I cannot wait to see her on American Horror Story. Oh, I didn't even good. know that. So yeah. thank you for dropping that gem. No problem. Yeah, so, yeah. You guys, that's Pose. Yeah. Hey, guys. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast, where you may be a bottom who brunches. I know I am. <laughs> Where you may have some hidden talents and they might involve a pole in the middle of the room. Ask Yama Van Zandt. That's a, yo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Yama Van Zandt and I'm on a pole. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I am here to do my work. Yes, she is. <laughs> she is. Okay. And just like we would never hang up on Yama, we ain't gonna hang up on you. Okay? <laughs> As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P. R. Y. A. M. 
I'm Eric. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Yes. And while you're looking for that poll or for Iyanla, we don't know who you connected to. <laughs> find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pod. Listen, if your patience is as thin as your wallet, please send it in in detail. Um, you can send it to hungupod at gmail.com. Yes, yes. And thank you guys for your ratings and reviews. Hey, girl! Keep them coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere mm, you can find a man who will just listen to you. Yeah. Okay? Or take you serious in the words again. <laughs> Just give me a chance. Okay. How many niggas don't take you serious? Before it's too late. Okay. Right. When you walk away, that's when they do. Or you. Or maybe in the they box. don't. They don't be learning. <laughs> or you literally laying in the box, like, and it's too late. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> like the episode taught us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. How did you feel about how she like came like and had a like a scene with each friend it was really nice but like it was from the time that we found out she died it was just way too much for me i was like i did not sign up for this on this tuesday evening i was balling i did i did not i I my emotions were on 10 at the end when she did the (laughs) lip syncing oh i was i was was done i was absolutely done when they because they like the funeral was over Mm -hmm. and the doors opened up and they wheeled the casket mm-hmm. out onto the ball floor and she sprung up and got out and started that Oprah meme that Oprah crying meme that I posted I was, was me I was just like <sighs> like no more good I was but <laughs> you know what yeah pose a show a show that does not give a fuck about our emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, speaking of uh, listener feedback, thank you all for yet another rating. Yes. So that puts us at 71. 71. Eventually, we're going to have so many that, uh, you know, I, w- I won't have to, like, I guess, quote the number. Yeah. You claim know, it. I-, I won't even be able to keep up. The Clark sister said, name it and claim it. It's <laughs> yours. Okay. For the asking. <laughs> so I- some other uh, listener feedback from some listeners underscore underscore because it's like two I okay make sure folks know that's fine <laughs> underscore underscore bay bia b-a-e-b-e-a underscore underscore again said i love this show so much talking about pose um this was episode 96 um and uh she commented i love this show so much i showed it to my entire family and we are now all watching it together. It opened up my eyes even more about the community and made me understand transgender plus even more. Okay. Rainbow, rainbow, rainbow. High five. Fun, fun, fun. Baby. Thank you. Underscore, underscore. And let's see, what else do we have? Um, I don't want to mispronounce C-A-M-I-K-I-M-I-N-K Kamiki Mink I think is her name mm-hmm. on Instagram commented said yes love y'all's page on our Instagram shout out to you thank oh, you okay. Kamiki Mink Amen <clears throat> Amen and uh, yeah just a little listener feedback thank you all uh, for your for your engagement continue to do so mm-hmm. at your liege yes so what's next so I do have a hung tip Mm -hmm. for this week and it is you don't have to be available for someone's abuse mistreatment Mm -hmm. and neglect out of some obligation that you may feel that you have like maybe to save them or maybe even because they're a family member Mm -hmm. if that involves blocking them okay if that involves you not following them on social media, that's fine. If that involves you changing the locks, let Lock it be. Change. Yeah. Folks get real hot when you set boundaries, especially after you've allowed like consecutive years of this like mm. behavior. Mm. Right. And then you try to like 
stop it and do something different. You know, it cause a riff. Yeah. You know, folks not, not 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 usually not happy with that. But you have to save yourself at some point. And and if it's not today, keep giving yourself positive affirmation until you get the nerve. They mad because you set a boundary. That ain't nothing that, you know, a little time will take care of. And maybe it won't, but that's really not our it's responsibility. Not your business. Yeah. Yeah. So Everyone just keep pushing to be the best version of yourself and be unapologetic about your declaration to health and and peace and balance, you know, whatever, all those things that matter to you. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's my hung tip. That's the beginning and the end. Yeah. Well, don't hang up yet. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I am good. Um, I have to just first start off by saying, you know, I told you that I was going into the finals. Mm -hmm. I want a bitch. Yay! <laughs> yes, I told you. So I'm waiting for another trophy. Okay. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's coming in the mail. Or you got to pick it up. Okay. It's coming here. It's getting delivered. Okay. Okay, cute. Along with my gift certificate. Yes, gift certificate. Where are you going? Where are you eating? I'm going to actually... Is it the cheesecake? <laughs> I mean... I'm... Yes? <laughs> I ain't buying much at the cheesecake though. Oh, but uh, well, maybe it will. Cheesecake. Who knows? Yeah, it's not that bad. Um, but I was, yeah, I was. I think the certificates though are like specifically for like oh tennis shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. But we'll see if there's like a Visa icon. Okay. Or like we a Mastercard local. <laughs> Diners Club. I mean, okay. you know, we'll see. We'll hey. see. We'll see what it is. But um, yeah. So spring nineteen champ, and I'm I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, that's my second trophy. Shout out to you. So I'm I'm really proud of that. And you know when you win the championship, those folks are kind of like, um, I guess riled up from all the different cities. Yeah. And you have an opportunity to basically go to Miami for three days. Ooh, come on, Miami. And I'm going to Miami. Yeah, something, something, Miami, Miami. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Listen, I don't know if I'm going to Miami, but we, it, I'm, I'm working on it, though. Okay, yeah. Because, like, it's not like they don't cover your expenses. So, like, you got to get yourself there. Okay. And okay. then, like, you know, but they'll have you set up. Like, it, it's a whole program for the week, uh, oh, for the weekend, yes. those three days. And um, there's tennis, and there's opportunities to win more trophies and well, win more money. So I am working on that. Uh, one of my colleagues, who he he is so cool, um, he kind of keeps up with me. He's sort of like a father figure. Okay. Um, he's a consultant that works on this project that I'm that I'm that I'm on, and. I told him about this and he was like oh well let me know because because he's a consultant he travels all the time he has like hotel points Ooh. Um, so i'm pretty so much you going? set on the hotel i just gotta get that that plane ticket and i'm on the way i mean if you want to go to go the ball cinderella okay. go okay no one's stopping you but you miami not hollywood but you know, we just on two different pages, but it's okay. No, we not. We on the same. Page. I was on the Cinderella page. I don't know what page you was on. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations! Yeah, you need a manager. Eventually, Do you need to be managed? Eventually, I'm here because you never know like where this will really take me. I guess. And honestly, my hopes and prayers and dreams is to like be scouted by a coach. You already scouted. I'm here. To a, a, co- a tennis coach. I've coached. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I've done. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> but yeah, I'm hoping that you know someone to like be like, yo, I see some potential in you. I would really like to work with you and help you. Yeah. Um, because I want to, you know, do better, be better. Yes. So besides that, I don't want my check in to take too Congrats. much time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, um, I actually spent my fourth. I spent um, at a tennis club here in Germantown. Mm. Shout out to the Woodford Tennis Club here in Germantown, Philly. Carla and the rest of the group. Carla. It was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Where's that from? (laughs) That's from a movie, ain't it? 
Carla. This is what I go oh, through. Carla Purdy from the Clown <laughs> Betty Professor. Oh. <laughs> but who called her though? Uh, uh Mother Clump. Oh. Carla. <laughs> it's a beautiful, fabulous evening. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <Yes>. See, I know I knew. <laughs> No, nah, right on point. So mm-hmm. shout out to Carla. <laughs> okay. In the Woodford Tennis Club, it was just a really good time. I was not here with the seventh, the fourth. Of, I said the seventh, <laughs> the fourth of July shenanigans and holiday stuff at all. So it was nice to, you know, still partake in some some fun activities and you know do what I love and that's playing tennis. So shout out to everyone. Um, by the way, I wanted to just um, shout out, they're not sponsoring tonight, um, even though that would be great if they ever want to. KT Tape. It's like a Band-Aid, a long Band-Aid mm-hmm. that comes like pre-cut in a roll, very inexpensive. I would say about 11 bucks. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's for athletes, but anyone could really use them if you have like a tender area or a problem area. If you, you know, just had surgery or if you've been injured or whatever the case is, you can put these bandages literally anywhere Mm -hmm. on your body. And within about 20, 25 minutes, you definitely start to feel some relief in that area. So KT tape has been my savior for these past few weeks as I've been out on these tennis courts and beasting out under this heat because in this heat, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I have like my lower back. And then my right shoulder muscle always. Like. Yeah. And they just look really cute. They do? The tape, yeah. <laughs> I think they do. They come in like different colors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have fun. Yeah. Yes. You can definitely have fun with it. And because they're, they're like straight lines, so I've seen people even like kind of get a little artistic with it. Yes, I told you they Too look much. cute. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and lastly, I just wanted to say, uh, last night I saw the new Spider-Man movie. Fun. That um, came out not too long ago. And, you know, shout out to Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel. This man is always working. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Shout-> can relate? <laughs> I forgot which comedian. I was watching some stand-up, and he was talking about the same thing. He was like, Samuel L. Jackson always working. He even be doing shit that niggas ain't supposed to be doing he was talking about he saw some movie where Samuel L. Jackson was up on a boat with a white wig on with some with some Vikings and he was like there were no nigga Vikings like what the fuck was he doing Books. he stays working girls, okay he's working a working girl <laughs> so shout out to Sam Jackson and, and the whole crew I thought it was uh, and let me just say like the first 10 minutes um, and I went with Stir Sterling mm-hmm. um, we both were a little lost for like the first 10 minutes we didn't really get what was going on and it's kind of like a little quirky humor mm. which um was a little i was it was a little i, w- I wasn't expecting that yeah so yeah. It, it took about 10 15 minutes to like really like catch on to the humor and like the plot and what was going on and the characters and all that stuff um but after that it was it was you know low-key funny and the action scenes were really dope so shout out to spider-man if folks Fine. haven't seen it you should go see it cute yeah Alright, I don't wear my mouth enough. How are you? I'm really good. Um this weekend just flew by, but I went to DC and hung out with some of my good homegirls. So that was always that's always a good time. Um shout out to them. And I too saw a movie. I saw us. You just saw us? Uh yeah, because a bitch does not watch horror. (laughs) Okay. So what were your thoughts about it? It was really it wasn't that scary. It's not. Yeah. So, um, it Can was you, cute. Any scenes, anything that jumped out at you, anything that you loved, anything that you Ooh, hated? like the whole movie. I didn't hate anything. Okay. I thought it was all really good. And did I'm it like, all make sense to you? It did. But the there bunnies. was so, Well, I just figured like that was there because they ate them raw. Yeah. 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 And then like this theme of like cloning and like the first things you clone are like animals, maybe bunnies. I don't know. But I just thought there were so many like things to think about. Um, So the fact that the girl, well, I don't want to spoil it, but the one who's like the evil one or whatever, or whatever, um, she, I loved how she was like, God gave me this purpose. This was my, which one? A red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think it like that was like kind of a commentary on how people who a lot of people who are disenfranchised and who like don't have a lot of resources, like religion is kind of like their saving grace and the thing that kind of like 
pushes them through life and that was the thing that kind of like pushed her it was just so interesting there were so many so many layers it was a good movie um and if you don't mind if i just interject very quickly if i can make a recommendation i was listening to still processing podcasts Mm -hmm. the other day and they did where is it I thought they choose our own families. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought us. Yeah. So they're actually their last episode, March twenty eighth. They dissected us and they discussed the film and um, all the different things. They even talked about like how symbolic the scissors were. Um, they talked about just a lot of different things. Like mm-hmm. um, what I found was really interesting was that they um, compared us to. A lot of things that we're familiar with, like Beloved um, and some other movies like The People Under the Stairs, which I had never heard of, but that's a a, a Wes Craven movie. But it was a really good episode and it's entitled Us and it's by um, Still Processing. Mm. They're on a hiatus right now. They've been gone for a little while. Okay. But uh, yeah. Okay, hiatus. So if you get a chance, I would now that you've seen the movie, mm-hmm. you just mentioned Beloved, so now I'm a little afraid to <laughs> listen to the podcast. Yeah, they. I can't remember how they compared it, but they they definitely made some heavy comparisons with the two, which and it, in a way that like once that it was a 32 minute episode, very short. When the episode ended, you really felt convinced that us had a lot to do, like um, Jordan Peele. You know, had seen all these movies and mm. really had been influenced by by other these movies. other things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna um, just text the link to you right now, or you can listen to it and then tell me about it. No, I already did. Oh, okay, and that's why. I'm well, tell me about it off air because I'm not gonna listen to the Mm-mm. podcast episode? references about like beloved. That'd be scaring me. Okay, I'm not there yet. <laughs> One step at a time. Right? Small steps. Because you, okay. you you got that a movie. year later, like, right let me after. Just... <laughs> Oh, I got you. Oh, let me just like a moment. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So. So what are we talking about? So let's go ahead and jump into this conversation. Yes. So this past Friday, I went to this kickback and I met this couple, Paul and Ricardo. And Paul noticed my tourmaline necklace. Like yes. he, he called it right out. He was like. Oh, that's that's tortellini. (laughs) And asked me, you know, well, what made you get into it? And I, you know, explained to him that I'm, you know, in this new space of wanting to be more connected with myself and more self-aware and more patient Mm -hmm. with, you know, the things that I I don't understand. Um, But also that I've been really lately just taking an aerial view of all the experiences that I've had, you know, throughout my life and the lessons that I've learned from them. And Paul liked it to me being in this phase of Saturn, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, tell me more. Tell me more about this. Uh, because Paul was really into astrology mm-hmm. and rocks and, and, and stones and things like that. And when it comes to astrology, like, I'm really not, like, I, I, I think I used to be, like, really interested in, in it, like, mm-hmm. years ago. But not, not so much anymore. So... He's giving me, you know, all this information about like Saturn and how it signifies, uh, you know, lessons and that it can be a period of a lot of challenges. And, you know, at this age, 33 going on 34, all those lessons that I went, all those things that I experienced, all those lessons are now coming full circle. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that I'm feeling, the way that I am, which led me to getting this rock. The tortellini style. The tortellini. Yeah. (laughs) Tourmaline. Wait, now, did I, now I'm saying it right. Tourmaline. Now you got me fucking it up. Yes. Let me make sure I say it right for the people so they're not out here talking about. Yes. Can I get a tourmaline? A tourmaline song? Some of y'all gonna do that Tourmaline. Anyway, so. Eveline. Okay? Hey. So, <laughs> Saturn for Capricorn, which is my sign. The dates for that are December 2017 to March 2020. So, I'm really kind of like headed toward the tail end of it Mm -hmm. i'm still like in this phase and in thinking about this topic i sat down and like looked at my journal and i was like let me go back to those dates Mm -hmm. let me go let me see like what was i writing about back then and 
I can't remember everything, mm-hmm. but I remember, um, you know, I feel like that was around the time, or you know, I was pretty much new to this show. Mm-hmm. I think um, I was also applying for jobs and, you know, very anxiously wanting to get out of my old employer and into something new. Mm-hmm. I was struggling with um, communication and some of my, you know, m- my closest friendships. I was <laughs> going through things with the frat. I, you know, it was a lot going on. You mm-hmm. know, I was still grieving the loss of my two brothers, mm-hmm. which, you know, was a massive blow to me. It was it was a lot, you yeah. know, and, and and it was a lot, and and I was like, just like wow, you know, this was like a serious time for me, and I did learn, you know, a lot of lessons, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I wanted to start this this conversation, um, you know, talking about some of those lessons learned when it comes to friendship and I I guess I can go first one of the biggest lessons that I learned about friendship is that as we get older our needs for friendship changes Mm -hmm. and how we interact with each other can change as we get older and experience things and mature or whatever like whatever it is that we're going through Mm -hmm. And managing like the nuance of all these different changes and personalities and hormones and whatever can be really cumbersome. Um, And I think that a lot of things can get lost in translation when there's a breakdown of communication. And I feel like that's why so often I hear about, you know, these long term relationships and friendships that in without really a formal talk or a clear understanding Mm -hmm. And as I'm getting older, I recognize that you really have to tell your friends that you need them mm-hmm. and, and how you need them mm-hmm. and, and how they contribute to your life. Yeah. And you also have to tell them what you don't need from them and, and, and set those boundaries when, when it's necessary. Um, what are your thoughts on when you think about I should I should have looked your sign up to see when you enter Saturn. Yeah, I, I don't know, know who she is. When she coming? <laughs> she do nails. Yeah. She she bringing pizza okay. with her. Um, but in thinking of friendship, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think? What what would be the biggest lesson that you feel like you've learned so far? Mm. This is kind of I'm taking this kind of like from my supervisor. But a lesson that I learned is, like, it's better to rupture and repair than to avoid for the sake of not rupturing. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I find myself becoming much more open with, like, having uncomfortable conversations with friends, with actually having disagreements with friends, and then building from that. It's not like I'm out here like, oh, let me set a trap so we can fight. But I would rather us both be 100% honest with each other and realize, okay, we're going to clash, or we are clashing. If that's and the case, Mona coming for you for real. You're perfect. <laughs> a perfect cast member. No, but I would rather for us to be, like, mad, transparent, and clear to clash and then to grow from that together mm-hmm. than to just not say anything and just in a way like walk on eggshells with each other right and I think so many of us and I can only speak for a person in his 20s but like so many of us at this stage do that and so I'm grateful for the friends with whom I can rupture and repair with and I think it's becoming clear to me that those like friends I won't say they mean more but I feel like our relationship is much stronger and so with that I'm finding myself giving attention more so to those relationships than to the ones where it's just kind of like oh we're such good friends but it's like but we're not you know what I mean Um, another thing I guess I don't want to talk too much too much or like (laughs) take over the conversation from you but like another thing I'm learning is I'm okay with telling with saying we're not friends 
right yeah. and it, it doesn't necessarily like mean I hate you it doesn't mean like I'm shading you but if I literally do not communicate with you we're not friends we are really not and friends that's and okay. that's like okay right people take it so personal and it's not it's not saying that is not the same as I hate you or it's not the same as I don't have and love that's what for people you. like translate yeah. to like, but if we look yeah. objectively yeah. like or from a bird's eye view and we don't even have a relationship I'm not gonna call you friend I think we're people not are gonna, so obsessed yeah. with titles mm-hmm. and not so obsessed with the, with the actual relationship that yeah. it has to do yeah. to maintain yeah. that title. Yeah. And then are shocked when you tell them, we don't have that title. Or shocked when they realize that your life is going on and their lives are going on and there's no overlap whatsoever. And it's like, well, we don't have a relationship. Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, keep it real. Yeah. I like that. But at the core of it, I've just been learning that I value when it comes to my friendships, transparency and honesty and just like a willingness to continuously learn each other. Because I think as we go throughout each day, each month, each year, we're not just the same individuals. We continuously change. Right. And with a relationship that even goes into like an intimate space that stays platonic, whatever, we are constantly learning each other. And once we choose not to learn each other, then it kind of breaks down the relationship. I feel like right? the friendship's over. Once you once you stop, mm, I think the trust is over. Not Maybe not the friendship. Because mm. people can be in friendships and not trust the other person. Then are you in a friendship? I mean, pe- I, not in my opinion. Right. But it's like a fake, it's a fake friendship. Yeah. So it's like, it's yeah. not even real. Yeah. But I mean, I guess that is the label that they use, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like, but when I think when we withdraw ourselves from like learning the other person from learning ourselves at the same time then it really we create we set ourselves up to not have a relationship and that's also okay i can change in a way where you say okay this person that you're becoming it no longer i have works it doesn't work for me and i have no interest in learning this new person so therefore our our relationship is now changing yeah cool yeah because that ain't gonna stop my show and vice versa the people who are changing the people you're becoming the people you know the ones we're talking to are becoming if i choose not to learn them and i'm just like oh i want no parts that's cool that's okay because we all have a choice nobody holding guns again hello hello and the last thing i wanted to say about friendship what i've learned is also you know i've lost close friends Mm -hmm. And that was a very strange and difficult experience for me because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't get, not saying that there is a guidebook to learning how to deal with grieving and things like that, but as far as, like, that support um, early on, um, who much want to say? I just wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. Just wasn't prepared for it. And when I'm, you know, in my early 20-something or my mid-20-something and, you know, I'm losing a friend, you know, it was, that was, that was really difficult for me to, to just process. Yeah. And I mean, can we create space for that and say that, yeah, you didn't know how to deal with that. Right. Yeah. And so many people don't. Right. So that's like, that's valid. And that's why really that episode imposed this week mm. really kind of like touched me in a special way mm. because none of them were expecting Canyon to be turned up dead right right okay and it, it makes you reflect too like when you when these friendships kind of rupture and don't repair mm-hmm. um one of the I, I can't talk for your experience but i know that with the ruptures that i've had in my life one of the things that kind of like makes me puts me on edge is like well what if they die right i don't want them to feel like I just did not fuck with them. I did not like them, right? And I'm also at a space where I don't want that to be the reason why I stay in relationships that aren't working for me, right? So the way I try to navigate, like, those friendships is kind of saying, like, I don't really have hard feelings, right? Even if I can just, like, send you that in a text or call you and let you know, like, oh, perfect example. The previous co-host of this show... I ran into, randomly, after not seeing him for years that we have been together, Okay. I ran into him at a funeral. Oh, okay. Right? Recently? Yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. And... Wow. 
do I expect for us to be the best of friends moving forward? Or do I expect us to even talk on the regular moving forward? No, but the least I could do is go give him a hug. Because I, I promise you God's honest truth, I don't have beef with nobody on this earth. Right? Mm-hmm. If I cared about you at one space, I'm going to care about you at least a little bit throughout the rest of your days. Does that mean we are going to be in any form of relationship if it really doesn't work for me? Nah. Yeah. I hope that wasn't too far off the beaten path. No, I think it's important for us to recognize relationships that work for us and relationships that don't. And I think as we get older, that becomes even more important as we, especially as black and brown people, especially as black and brown LGBTQ plus people, right? That navigation, you know, gets more complicated, you know, as you get older. And I think that we really have to celebrate with people while they're here. We have to have those good moments now. We have to have those bad moments. We have to be there for the upsets and and, and for for the great things and the celebrations. And we have to, because... As people, we're all of those things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're complicated. We, we're loving. We're passionate. You know, we're fighters. You know, we're, we're stubborn. We're, you know, we're all of these things. And I think that for the people who mean the most to us and, and contribute the most to our growth mm-hmm. um, in a nurturing and in a positive way and vice versa, those are the people that we need to, you know, keep around us and keep that communication open. I'm cool with having a disagreement or an argument, and that doesn't have to end the friendship for me. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now, if there's violence or if there's things like that, and That'll we talked it. about that, you know, <laughs> in prior episodes, that, that would. But, you know, conflict presents an opportunity for growth, mm-hmm. you know? And I think also how we deal with conflict is a true testimony to if you say you're my friend, let's see how this how this conflict really Absolutely. works out. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So, and I guess my last question about this particular topic, you know, what about yourself? You know, what what are some lessons that you're learning about yourself? And I guess you've kind of like touched on it a little bit. Mm. But I would say the number one lesson that I've learned even in this year about myself is that a lot of the uncomfortable situations that I've been in, a lot of the um, the times that like I knew something wasn't right for me, but then like I stayed in them was because my focus was never on me, but it was on other people. And it's so funny because we can y'all can pull my receipts on these shows mm-hmm. and all these times where I'm like, oh, I love you, but I love me more and I'm choosing me. And the fact of the matter is I went through, we had 98, 98 episodes of all that, not fully choosing myself. Even this past week, something came up and I was just like, okay, let me see how I can people please to fix the situation and completely disregarded me. And it's not to say that like, oh, I completely suck at that, but you know, I'm growing into like choosing myself more and there's so much room for me to grow. There's so much space for me to kind of grow into that person who I want to be. And so what I learned about myself is my go-to is to prioritize others and I don't need to do that because they're already prioritizing themselves. I need to look out for me. Yeah. 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 And I think staying, you know, genuine and true to who we really are is, is important too. Um, and I guess we may like weigh in or weigh out of that, mm-hmm. you know, depending on, you know, the tide, how high the tide is mm-hmm. or how mm-hmm. low it is. But, you know, if you're a, a nurturing, genuine, caring person, do that you yeah. know what I mean matter of fact I rem- remember when we um, <laughs> we were at that big ass block party in North Philly and we saw a frat brother who was like oh who wasn't unable well. to move who yeah well. who wasn't yeah. well and you know you re- I mean we all helped get this young man you know to mm. where he needed to go and cleaned up and make sure he was good but you really got in and were so nurturing and it was instant like an instinct like as soon as you saw him like Mm. you didn't even think your immediate reaction was 
what can I do to help this young man? Mm-hmm. You didn't even know that he was frat. You know what I mean? It was just about helping him. Could that situation have turned out to been a mess? Could they have told us, y'all, y'all faggots get away from here? We don't, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it mm-hmm. didn't turn out that way. Mm-hmm. And and that's just because it's just, you know, who you are. And I'm very, I try to stay true to who, who I am as, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that guy. But I'm also that guy who you know, will speak up when shit ain't right for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that sometimes people can be a little shocked about that. Like, people kind of make up in their minds who you are. They do. And then it's just like when you have a certain response to something, they're like, well, what's that about? And Well, what do you mean, what's that about? This is me. Yeah. And that's my response. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, what about you? What have you learned about yourself? You kind of mentioned it um, a little bit. I I definitely learned about myself, like those times where I dumbed myself down, those times where Mm -hmm. I dimmed my light, those times where I, you know, shunned away or, you know, those times where, you know, I wanted to have my voice soft because I was afraid to be loud, to be seen, to be heard. Um, you know, it was just a symptom of shame, mm. which, you know, you brought up initially. And then, you know, after that, we talked so much about on, on this show. Mm. Um, symptoms of shame and, and symptoms of, um, you know, low self-confidence. Mm. You know what I mean? Accepting that. Yeah, yeah. Accepting that Yo, I went through depression. Mm. Mm. Accepting that, yo, there was a point in time where I wasn't well. Yeah. Accepting the fact that there was a point in time where I felt to a million pieces and slowly, you know, put myself back together. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's, I would say that's the biggest lesson that I learned about myself. Like, truly accepting my shit. Yeah. You know, because like you said, we can sit up here for a hundred episodes and give you all positive affirmation, great feedback. Yeah, but a lot of times we don't take that shit. Go this, do this, wake up and you know, smile. Do listen, and we say it because sometimes yes, we do because we need to hear that. But then like also sometimes we fail at doing that shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let me scurry this along because mm-hmm. I know that uh, you know your girl has an appointment. I got things to do. Okay. You got things to do. <laughs> so I just had some hung up honorable mentions mm-hmm. <laughs> for the topic. You caught up on um, basketball wives this week. You saw Tammy getting hypnotized. So okay. what did you think? <laughs> First of all, did you do you think it worked? My girl said she was asleep. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she was just like, I was knocked the fuck out. <laughs> In the confessional, she was like, that shit ain't work. Right. She probably still smoking a Newport. She, <laughs> yo, if any of y'all catch Tammy smoking Newports, <laughs> email us at hungoutpie with a screenshot at gmail.com. Snap her. Because we want to break the story. Okay. <laughs> um, but I've heard, so I've had experiences with individuals who did get hypnotized and they did not say they just fell asleep. They said it was like an actual thing so maybe it can work for some people and apparently that's true because I've heard that and and read that in a few places as well and I've Mm. also read I discovered today that there's like a self hypnosis Mm. like people who are able to to do it they can you can hypnotize your damn self how you get out (laughs) that's true like what the fuck you gotta set your alarm on your phone like (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) you can't Great Ooh, question. Help me. Uh-uh, that's beyond my scope. Okay. I need some week of work. <laughs> Sorry, boss. I was hypnotized. What? What a reason to call. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Mercy me. And um, all right. Let's move this along. I just wanted to say shout out to B. Shout out to Beyonce. Yes. Spirit! Hallelujah. Why didn't she invite me to come sing on that? I could have given you a choir. Yeah, I was going to say, you could have been in the background. Singing in the background. I would have shouted too. Hey! (laughs) Call her. Spit! (laughs) Call her. All right? 
So shout out, shout out to D. Yes. I'm really looking. I'm I'm so looking forward to, to the Lion King. I'm not going the first week though. Because you won't be able to get in. One. <laughs> Let's be clear. And two, if anybody chooses to sing around me, you're catching a shoe. Yeah, I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear nothing but the screen, what I paid for. What I paid for. I okay? didn't pay for your vocals. Y'all real cute talking about we gonna split up in sections. No! Okay. <laughs> no. Next honorable mention. Shout out to Issa Ray. Yes. She is hitting us with a new HBO project titled a black lady sketch show and I'm really here for it and I can't wait for it because the fucking cameos are on fire you got Kelly Rowland you got Yvonne Orji you got Marseille Martin you got Tia Mowry Lena Waithe you got everybody it's gonna be a good ass time so I I can't wait to Kelly Price I was about to go up okay yo that voice yeah it's a ray (laughs) like it's a knife sorry so that cool. is <laughs> the show for tonight. We are going to take a very, very quick Breezy. intermission, and we'll be right back to close out the show. All right. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. What's up, y'all? Hey, so we're back. We are back, and it is the time for our hung-ups and or hang-ups. Hang up. Yeah! You want me to go? Yes, you, can. you want me to go? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm hung up or hanging up on all the folks in Atlanta who jumped out on the freeway the other day <sighs> to collect what God had truck. for them. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yes. Go get your blessing. Please return the money, y'all. Why? The feds are posting messages. Oh shit! <laughs> the feds are tweeting. The Atlanta feds are asking. They're giving you all a, a, a chance to to bring the money. How they gonna know where's that? You know what? I imagine money that's on armored trucks. Those are marked bills. Oh shit! Like I don't I don't see how anyone could get away with taking a bag of money from an armored truck. Oh, I didn't know that. You don't even hear about that shit. Matter of fact, there's a story about a guy. <clears throat> Shout out to, there's a podcast called Twisted Philly, and it's about all these, like, spooky stories that are (laughs) Philly-based. And um, it's a a cool podcast. I I like stories. So, um, she tells all these spooky stories. And she told a story about this man who was in Philly, and a bag of money fell off one of the armored trucks. He grabbed it. And they they got him. They got him. He's, like, pretty famous here in Philly now. I don't, I can't remember who he is. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can oh, do it. Well, thanks for telling me. Because let me tell you, if a truck blows money at my way, Jody swing <laughs> my way. I have a plastic bag in my car. <laughs> Collecting. <laughs> Wait, you remember the um, the games back in the day where you get in the booth and the money? Would yeah, you would just. Rough. I'd be like, woo. <laughs> have you seen the videos? Like, if you get a chance, I did. Yo, the shit is kind of crazy. Listen, I would praise so God and money. just collect. It's okay, so, it's like snow. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking for a miracle. <laughs> and you know, there was a couple people praying. Oh, they were praising God. And okay. then all of a sudden, thank you, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> somebody was driving. <laughs> And they didn't know where they was going to get their rent from. But God delivered. They didn't know where they was going to get their groceries from. And they say, dear God, please just, I ask you to open up and pour me out And he poured A blessing that there would be not enough room to receive receive. it. And and then the money just started coming on the windshield. When I tell you, (laughs) that's why my heart is filled with praise. Okay. (laughs) You won't be able to tell me shit. God is real. <laughs> okay, I know that's right. You better hold on. You better hold on Just to faith. Just a little while longer, okay? All right. Woo. What is it? We might be crying tonight, but Joy comes Come in, in the morning, okay? Pass it. Well, I wouldn't be passing that on. All right. Yeah, you got and don't deposit it. The fans are looking. Listen, y'all. Don't when just... I tell you, I would give God Ooh. my full praise. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, I'm, I'm happy for them. Okay. <laughs> My heart is filled for them. Yeah. 
What about you? Are you hang, hung up? Are you hanging up? What's up? You know, I was going to freestyle real quick. I don't, right, know. I don't got nobody. What you got? What about the guy? Did you see the guy at Disney fighting them women? That was out of control. Like, come on, y'all. That was out of control. And the fact that nobody was, like, stopping him. No, he was beating everybody else. I wouldn't be stopping him either. But I feel like four men could have jumped him, like, Four held men him did down. hold him down. And then when they let him go, he was like, he started again. I was like, ew! Not down to the Disney. <laughs> uh-uh. Not my auntie ass. He'll get me up. Uh-uh. He'll get me together. <laughs> Did you see how Granny was laid out when she... <laughs> y'all, we got to do better, y'all. When she was just on the floor. If y'all need help with conflict resolution, <laughs> P. Ryan and I, were not experts at it, but we've given a lot of advice <laughs> over these past 98 episodes. <laughs> Please just listen something. Oh, my goodness. That was a mess. Yo, we got to do better. We can't be at the Disney fight. And go ahead. You, you got I am hung up. I'm okay. hung up on Latoya Luckett. She just dropped a new single called Feeling Good. And it was really cute. Are you feeling good? Latoya? Yeah, I like her. Okay. Latoya. Oh, you hear my Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am old, y'all. Latoya. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's time for me to go. It's, did you hear? Wait. It's probably picked up on the mic. It probably did. Oh, my gosh. But that reminds me of the meme that's like... I've been down real sexy to give him head, and then when I got up, I my knees cracked. Let me tell you about that. My back cracked this weekend, and not in the good way. I went down to pick up some shorts down to the store. My back is still hurting me. You hear me? I don't know what this. <laughs> from picking up the shorts. From picking up the shorts. I don't know what this age twenty eight is, Listen, but I need deliverance. I've been telling y'all, okay? I've been warning you all these years. Mm. You didn't know what I was talking about until the morning, mm. okay? Guys, this has been another episode of the Hound Podcast. It has. As always, I am P. Ryan. Find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P. R. Y. A. M. I'm Eric. Find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D and on Facebook at Facebook.com. Slash on the pod. Absolutely. And listen, if you was one of the people down there on the highways and byways in Atlanta and you grabbed you a couple of dollars, hit my cash app email. at dollar sign I-M-P-R-Y-A-M. <laughs> After you do that, email us about the experience at hunguppod at gmail.com. Yes. And, and any other ratings, or not ratings, but any other reviews that y'all got. Oh, come on, segue. Speaking of ratings, <laughs> thank you so much for yours. Keep them coming at on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, <clears throat> iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find a man who just might make your jaw crack. Hey, I found one. In a good way. Hey. It's like a rattlesnake. You know how they unhinge they draw Mm-mm. before they go in for the kill? I know nothing about them horror facts. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Send your horror facts to Eric's personal account <laughs> since he likes them horror so damn much. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Talking about rattlesnakes and scary stories. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> I love you, P. Ryan. Love you. And we love you guys for listening. Sometimes. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace. Yeah.